Okay. Well, listeners, starting now, you've got 10 episodes left of season two of Mars on Life featuring one of your co-hosts, Sebastian Shug. Uh, this is the beginning of one of those 10 episodes and joined with Sebastian, as always, is. Uh, you, because you talked about <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. What? You, you thought I know you thought I don't know the difference between first and third person. Curious. <laughs> I, I just I kept thinking about that. I was in the shower before we started recording, and I kept thinking how you were going to respond to it. And at first, I thought it was just going to be a long, silent pause, and you being like, "Okay, Mancini, go." Right, right, go, right. You know. <laughs> we have a fun one today. Um, oh yeah. You brought this to my attention because of the. I guess I I can't really say recent episode anymore because it's like what three to four episodes back when we did the political compass quiz. About three episodes ago, yeah. Yeah, I can't really consider that breaking news. Um, however, the topic <laughs> itself is uh, it's very damning depending on how you look at it. Uh, before we get into that though, I just uh, a DM crossed a crossed in my field of view uh oh lord a good friend of mine from an instagram page by the name of unfiltered politics i don't know if you've ever heard of this page um it just seems like a very like shit posty type thing that you and i would be interested in to some degree Mm -hmm. but unfiltered politics recently came out with a post eight hours ago with two individuals leaving a store full of stuff in their hands and i'm like okay what is this the caption reads Thanks to Prop 47, thefts under $950 will not be prosecuted, so cops will not even bother showing up. Watch these guys casually walk out of the store with their loot, knowing they're good. Just remember that you get what you voted for, hashtag California. Thanks at Adam Carolla, hashtag Democrats, hashtag Gavin Newsom, hashtag George Gascon. George Gascon. He's the Los Angeles uh, district attorney. Hashtag theft. Um, you want to take a guess at how many comments there are? Um, I'm pulling like it up. Uh, 1,715. One, 1,700 knuckleheads think that they can chime in. They, they, they took to their phones and, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, what store does this look like to you? Is that like a Staples? No, that's not a Staples. Because it's one of those it's one of those instances where I remember the statistic that if you steal from a store like Walmart, they mm-hmm. will actually let you get away with it until you've accumulated upwards of a thousand dollars total and then they prosecute you. I don't know how they Oh no, it's a clothing store. They just walked out with clothing. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm okay. trying to see maybe that's a TJ Maxx. It looks like a TJ Maxx or yeah. like a like a Burling, not like a Burlington. What am I thinking? Um, you know what I mean. One of those, yeah, Ross, Marshalls esque type yeah. stores. So, <laughs> I guess the both the posting and the dialogue surrounding these types of uh, occurrences on Instagram, it, it's bordering on uh, chuggy. It's bordering on, hey, this could be a sticker that you display in the back of your car because of how uh, 
asininely annoying you want to uh, proclaim your political views are. I've seen many a posts where it's just like, oh, thanks. And then it like, you know, the people that they're targeting, obviously, this is uh, Democrat targeted. Yeah, I was going to say the fact the fact that they have this uh, post from April, which I I vividly remember when it happened, when uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene attempted to challenge AOC on a debate in regards to the Green New Deal. And she referred to her as a scared little girl that is pretty stupid. Um, fun fact, AOC is actually taller than MTG. So uh, just just if, if we're if we're really getting into the weeds here, like, oh, little girl, it's like, hey, lady, I, I, I could like put my foot in your ass and not even have to bend over. But, but I don't know. It, it's I, uh, I mean, it's it, ironic, it's, too, because my mom and my sister were just at a store out here that mm-hmm. just had a robbery the third robbery at this same store in a week (laughs) and i can guarantee you uh la county sheriffs are on it like like you wouldn't believe so i i mean that's just it this video wait 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 wait. so so the 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 wide-eyed spastic instagram user isn't telling the truth isn't telling the whole story uh just just about maybe just about maybe (laughs) Damn it. See, I thought I thought we could get all of our perspectives from social media. Right. And I guess I was wrong. I guess I was I mean, wrong. And it, yeah, it, it goes back to what Joe Biden said. Come, come on. Come on, man. You know, Facebook, uh, Facebook, Facebook's killing people, man. They're, they're dying every day. Zuckerberg stabbing everyone, man. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. I guess to the the COVID, man, I I guess to the people who advocate word for word what Joe Biden said, another piece of news that I found out recently, because uh, in terms of in terms of a gun ownership, and I know we've talked about this and I'm just Mm -hmm. gearing for this quiz right now, because uh, I think somewhere in L.A. County, I think it was San Jose is now doing mandatory uh, gun background checks. Uh, Meanwhile, the Supreme Court has deemed it unconstitutional for people for, for 21 to be the legal limit to own a handgun. In the words of Joe Biden, um, just get a shotgun. It's easier to, to carry. Uh, more breaking news. The wait time to own anything Mossberg related is upwards of one year. We are currently what year two of Biden's presidency going into it, I would say. Dude, we, we just hit the six-month mark. What do you mean? Oh, I've, I've been inside so fucking long. Um, yeah, so you're looking at you're looking at possibly half of Biden's term before you can even get your hands on on the oh-so-coveted shotgun that, that Biden wants all us uh, blue-blooded Americans to have. Also, so you good. said San Jose was in L.A. County. It's, like, right I'm, next to San Francisco. I'm, I'm fucking—it was a long day at work. Fuck you. <laughs> I was gonna say, Kenny, are you there? No, it's what was it? I, I can't remember the I can't remember the county, but they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably look like an idiot. Don't edit that out, by the way. I wanna I wanna look back on this episode and just be like, wow, you okay? The the uh, the fumes from work getting the better of you? Yes, they are. <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's 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 great, but. Uh, Interactivity knows no bounds here at Mars on Life ever since we started doing things online as opposed to just reading articles. So today you've 
you faced me with the uh, I side with dot com quiz. Um, I guess similar in scope to the political compass quiz where it'll like actually I'm guessing it's sort of like political Tinder. You swipe on the things you like and don't like and your ideal match is <laughs> right there in front of you. I don't like the fact that it says I side with beta. Uh, we only uh, we only Whoa. incorporate with Sigma males on this on this podcast. Oh, my God. So. Well, and I've I've actually taken this quiz before, and I will admit I. As I recall, at least with three of the three um, three popular modern American politicians, I I'll put it this way: out of the three, two of them I was quite pleased with. The third one, I started hissing like a snake. I was gonna say I've never taken this quiz before, so are you going into this quiz fully knowing who you're going to land on? Well, it's been oh God, I I can't even remember the last time. I can't I say this. That, I can't say that your political ideologies have drastically changed unless it's been like five to ten years. But <laughs> well, it's I'll put it this way, like even within the last two years, my politics have certainly evolved. Um, so for all I know, I, I could get the same results. I could get less results because at the end of the day. You know, you fill out this quiz and it tells you which particular candidates or pol- or political figures that you would basically align with. So like, for example, easiest example I can think of when I previously did it, Bernie Sanders was one of the people that I got. No surprise. I also got John Lewis, the great um, civil rights icon, who I believe passed away either last year or two years ago. So certainly with the third person that Again, I'm not going to mention her just because she might show up later. It's not Hillary Clinton, um, but like her politics <laughs> definitely well, I'll put it this way. They want to be like Bernie's politics, but they also really don't. Um, mm. So that was very alienating, but not all too surprising. So, I mean, in some ways. Again, who knows? It, it could be one giant surprise. OK, so uh, I guess we just jump into it then. Um, over yeah. 56 million have used I side with to find their candidate match. Um, I guess if they've streamlined the various issues that it covers, and it, and it covers a lot. It goes from, okay, that's 2020 presidential election. Okay. Gay marriage, abortion, gun buyback, critical race theory, gun control, LGBT, adoption rights, equal pay, drug price regulations, police body cameras, Planned Parenthood funding. I've seen this website before. And I also mm-hmm. remember that there were a lot more topics. Did they remove some? Again, I'm not totally sure, just simply because it may have been like okay. two years since I took this. So I, I want to say I took it maybe. It might have been the latter half of 2019 that I last did this. So my oh, OK, my my, you know, the political compass was easier because I had just taken it last year this one Mm -hmm. i don't remember everything i did briefly look through it uh i think the week we had cowboy on the show but i haven't reviewed it since so um now i know there's on the front page there's quiz um actually i'm going to go to quiz yeah there's quiz polls elections candidates and discuss and it's just says take the quiz so i guess we can just take the quiz um well take the quiz is how do your beliefs align with the presidential candidates, which 
are basically the presumed candidates of 2024. Right. Um, now, if you go up to quiz in the upper left-hand corner, it takes you to what reads 2021 political quiz. Oh, okay. So this is the real one. Okay. Or at least this is the one that, like, in between election years, people right. take. Um, given 2024 is far enough away and hell, we don't even know if Joe Biden's running, let alone Kamala Harris or even the Donald himself. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I say for for timely purposes, let's stick with the 2021 quiz if you're OK with that. That's fine. There's about I'm trying to count, but my. Uh, my website isn't showing it. OK, well, here it is. But it's not showing like the number of questions. I'm guessing that there's about 20. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, there's there's way more than 20. OK, well, we'll just let the Web page load on its own and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go from there. Um, so you're seeing the same screen I am, presumably. Uh, the first question is, should there be more restrictions on the current process of purchasing a gun? You got it. That's okay. what I'm looking at. Fantastic. So it's not randomized or whatever. I'm guessing this will just go the same way that we did the political compass quiz. So uh, uh, I guess first question, should there be more restrictions on the current process of purchasing a gun? Constitutionally, no. Now, here's the long answer. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting that they have the stats and discuss and uh, like a learn more tab. I, I've never seen that before. I thought it was just a yes or no. Well, and also when you click on either yes no it goes into more in depth like yes requires strict background checks psychological testing and training no only for the criminals and the mentally ill yes and ban all guns from public use no only for assault weapons that's a fucking fud right there someone who only takes his pistol and shotgun out i digress (laughs) yes but only by closing the gun show loophole no but increase penalties for gun related crimes i mean you can go on and on i think we're just supposed to vote with our chests though like the political compass quiz you're you're not supposed to delve deeper into it (laughs) yeah i mean it's if anything we're we're like with the political compass quiz we're we're sort of seeing who we match up with if you will to to follow your tinder analogy oh how important is this to you that's Um, pretty cool that's That's kind of okay yeah should teachers be allowed to carry guns Uh, at school Hmm. interesting should victims of gun violence be allowed to sue firearms dealers and manufacturers and they even have a tab that says show more domestic policy questions right i was gonna gonna say i i'm down to click that i just clicked it right now do you support affirmative action programs Oh, interesting. So you look at I was just curious if you look at other stances and it's like very in depth. Mm-hmm. Yes. And drastically increase the current amount of programs. Regardless, we should create more social programs to address poverty. Poverty. No. And minority groups should not receive any favorable treatment. Wow. That's you can add your own stance. This question is no longer relevant and should be removed. Reported. Blocked. I don't like it. Oh, just, my God. <laughs> i did on my live stream the other night that was that was fun um as a joke of course you know i I didn't target anyone specifically just shit posts anyway um do i support affirmative action programs uh should it be illegal to burn the american flag 
Now I have I do have a bit of a digression that's related, so it's mm -hmm. not a digression, but a little thing I want to add on this as well, which is I know this is a very hot button topic, especially for conservatives in America. However, um, as now, really silly question: uh, Were you ever in scouting growing up? No, I always wanted to, though, and I know exactly where you're going with this because they are very uh, um, uh, short of being in the military for kids. It's very conservative, uh, hard ass disciplinarianism. Uh, I mean, well, of course, for kids, but not know. not that much or at least because I was in it. Well, I, I, know, made poor, it I made poor it more Christian evil. conservative values is, is kind of yeah. the, uh, the stance that I've. I wouldn't say been indoctrinated to think because that's exactly what's happened, but oh, yeah. um, and and trust me, it wasn't easy being an atheist and Boy Scouts. Um, oh, I can imagine. Or at least it it became easy because I basically was like, "Fuck it, it's what I believe. You don't like it, get in line and kiss my ass." But uh, at least my gut feeling with this one, and I, it's more my experience in regards to this one through the lens of scouting. There is a process of burning an American flag that is intended to be yeah. dignified and respectful. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the, the terminology around it is retiring the American flag. So if you have either neighbor, like, for example, my neighbor at that time uh, who he still lives in my neighborhood, but he, he, he's got some asshat renting his house right now, but he would wave a flag outside and he would let it get shredded. Mm. And typically when a flag was in need of quote unquote retirement, you as a scout would get flat, like torn flags donated to you or handed to you. And it would be ceremonially folded and sort of that little triangle that you normally see right. an American flag. Um, and then it was typically during like a scout court of honor that the flag would be burned if there was a fire present. Right. You would burn and the flag and then you'd take the ashes and you'd bury the ashes. That part. That is, the, I guess. The ashes part I don't tradition. recall. Yeah. So I, I looked it up. Um, I remember reading it. You you take the ashes and then you burn them. You don't scatter them. Uh, where, right. you bur where you bury them, I have no clue. But... Yeah, uh, it says that a flag should be uh, preferably by burning be destroyed with dignity, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I just I just saw that a lot of your your recollection of being introduced to many flags that have been tattered. Yeah. Specifically speaking, if you have a tattered flag, VA, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, and I think like a Veterans Memorial is where you would donate your old flags. So it's kind of interesting yeah. that you would see so many of them. That might show my my hand a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm looking I'm looking through it. I'm looking at it through a lens that may be given my views and given what I've said on the show. It may sound typical, but it's not right. I'm not looking at it as oh burn the flag, destroy everything. I'm not an anarchist. I <laughs> anyway, you you get my point. Well, before we go on, I just realized that there is seemingly an infinite amount of domestic policy questions, and I feel like we have to cap it off somewhere. Like, I just keep going on and on, and they sh and they show more. So, okay. 
The last one I'm at is, are you in favor of decriminalizing drug use? Okay, I went three more past that, but if you're down to stop there, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, well, let me open up and see. Oh, <laughs> do you support the Patriot Act? Okay, that one, that one. All right, we'll, we'll go, we'll go three more. We'll go three yeah. more. Um, so decriminalizing, excuse me, decriminalizing drug use. Or are, am I in favor of decriminalizing drug use? Interesting. Uh, I, I have two words to say. Uh, fala portugues. <laughs> <laughs> Do you support the Patriot Act? How would a Patriot Act, as I've uh, said on this show before? <laughs> uh, Fucking Supreme, George Bush. Should the Supreme Court be reformed to include more seats... <laughs> And term limits on judges. I love seeing the other stances tab. Me too. Yeah, because it 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 answers a question. It answers like a fringe topic or like a fringe perspective that you never once considered, but you're just like, oh, okay. But consider it's 2021. It's kind of a big issue now after the whole. Uh, you know, I'm a narcissist and I'm girl boss and I'm going to stay on the court for uh, 10 more years. Oops, I died. Gaslight, and gatekeep, girl boss. Now, now uh, I, have, I, have, I, I have a fourth one. Get fucked. <laughs> Should people on the no fly list be banned from purchasing guns and ammunition? <laughs> yes, and ban the sale of guns and ammunition to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love these absolutist stances. Uh, it's it's funny. Yeah. Do you support the Patient Protection and Affordable and Affordable Care Act? Parentheses Obamacare. I love how people. I love how there was a news article dedicated to walking up to people and asking if they support the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> them not knowing that it was Obamacare, and they were like, "Yeah." And then once they mentioned Obamacare, they were like, "No." Yeah. I, I always love those videos. Uh, should the federal government increase funding of health care for low-income individuals, specifically Medicaid? No, and abolish Medicaid. <laughs> oh, just, my God. Reading the fucking... Um, no, and the federal government should not increase funding for any social programs. See, Sigma male mindset. Fuck over everyone else. <laughs> Steal from the homeless, rob the elderly, push your kid down the stairs. Do what you do. What you need to do. The Garcetti approach. Yeah. <laughs> um. <sighs> I'm I'm afraid that half of these like choice perspectives are gonna land me in some fucking quadrant of the political compass that I have no no uh incentive of being a part in like oh no i i miss i misclicked or i didn't understand the statement thoroughly now i'm a fucking uh and cap or something i don't know yeah well i'll put it this way it's it would be scary if you wound up based on how many questions you answered that you find yourself in the same you basically find yourself sided with you know Ted Cruz or God forbid Hillary Clinton or I, I just I, I just hope my uh I, I just hope my like beaming patriotism 
as it as it sometimes does come out in 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 a satirical sense doesn't come across as just like full-on jingoistic terrorist sebastian i would like you to meet my friend oliver north i think the two of you would love each other very much <laughs> anyway mr gorbachev tear down this wall in three years when i'm not president anyway. right do you support <laughs> a single payer health care system so this is basically like private health care like like you pay for the specific health care provider to my knowledge, it's the opposite. It, th this basically is more like single payer, but through some kind of nationalized healthcare system, i.e. Medicare for all. Ah, okay. So now we're on to immigration. Should the U.S. build a wall along the southern border? God, how dated is this quiz? Um, well, hey, you know what? Texas is going to continue building the, the barrier, apparently. So. I love it. One one of the one of the statements is yes, and Mexico should pay for it. Yeah, remember like, that. <laughs> uh, no, this would be costly and ineffective. No, and we should adopt an open border policy. No, keep the current wall, but do not build more of it. No, but increase our military presence along the southern border. Oh God, sounds like my conservative neighbor. Ooh. Make it a high tech surveillance barrier instead of a physical one. So basically, so what is this? It's high tech surveillance, but like as you step foot into like Arizona or Texas or Mexico, it's just like a fucking psyop. It like it's gonna scare know. you into running back into Mexico. What, what's gonna happen? That is because, weird. Okay. Um, I find myself going into into these uh, specific answers as as opposed to just answering yes or no. Because like, where's the fun in that? You know. Right. Yeah. Why um, say yes or no when you can give a dissertation, eh? Eh? <laughs> Should illegal immigrants have access to government-subsidized health care? If they pay taxes and they grant them citizenship, but they should be deported after treatment. Jesus. Only for life-threatening emergencies. I feel like we should at least read the answers to know, to have the audience know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, and we should deport all illegals. No, and the government should never subsidize health care. No, but they should be allowed to purchase private health care. Read more stances. Holy Jesus. What is this going to give me? Oh, just a blank HTML page. Great. Thanks. Lol. I appreciate that. Is it just me, or do I feel like I'm answering somewhat more often than, than not? It's just like, I don't know. You tell me, man. <laughs> I can't see what you're doing. Yeah, it's just like I'm kind of indifferent to a lot of these but like i'm just looking back at it should undocumented immigrants be offered in-state tuition rates at public colleges within their residing state yes as long as they pay taxes yes but deny eligibility for financial assistance no and all the illegal immigrant immigrants should be deported that's just it's so tongue-in-cheek until you get to uh no <laughs> yeah well, um, and that's politics now like you get yeah. you are gonna have those those politicos these days that will say you know just no and all illegal immigrants should be deported like one of the options reads right, like that's right, right that's a thing just ask the mayor of miami mm -hmm. so environmental <laughs> issues should the government increase environmental regulations to prevent climate change um no tax carbon emissions Yes, and provide more incentives for alternative energy pr production. So, like, just more money printing, I guess. No, and global warming is a natural occurrence. No, provide more incentives for alternative 
Provide and wait. Should should the government increase environmental regulations to prevent climate change? We have yes and provide more incentives for alternative energy production or no provide more incentives for alternative energy production. So what is that? So asking? that's the Joe Biden approach would be ah, no. OK. Interesting. Whereas if you want like somebody who advocates for like the Green New Deal, they're going to say yes and provide more incentives for alternative energy production. I'm going to add my own stance. Uh, go <laughs> nuclear. Period. And, and and trust me, there is there is a strain <laughs> of leftist thought that's like, maybe we should go nuclear. It's something I'm, I'm kind of 50 50 on, but. Yeah, I, I just I mean, I just did that as like a curveball. Should <laughs> the U.S. withdraw from the Paris Climate Agreement? Represent Pittsburgh, not Paris. In 2017, President Trump addressed that the U.S. would withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord in an effort to boost the nation's industry and energy independence. Mr. Trump argued that the Climate Accord was unfair to the U.S. since the agreement imposed easier restrictions on China and India, who lead the world in carbon emissions. So saying yes would basically be like, oh, we're, we're declaring a pendence and we should hold China and India accountable. While saying no would be, oh, shoot, there's only literally one other in-depth answer, which is yes, until other countries are held to the same standards. There is not a more in-depth no answer. Yeah. That is interesting. Okay. Well, and that's the Trump answer. Yes, until other countries. Well, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, that I, is I feel the like, Trump answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Should disposable products such as plastic cups placed in cutlery that contain less than 50% of biodegradable material be banned. <laughs> Increase consumer incentives. I wonder what the incentives would be. It'd probably be just like a financial incentive, sure, but how would you yeah. how would you do that? I know in China they have like the social credit score thing where like the scanning of the faces. I'm not sure if that's a conspiracy theory or not, but I've as far as I know, it's a real it's a real I, I thing. Think, I think that would be the only way to both actively police and and incentivize uh, the populace in doing something like that. Yeah. Like, like who, who throws away what, you know, and then mm. then they'll get paid. Um, interesting. Economic issues. Should they <laughs> oh, should the U.S. raise taxes on the rich? It's funny because I was just on a live stream last night with a buddy of mine where we were delving into tweets specifically about Twitter users dogging on the rich. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it, was just, it was hysterical. Um, abolish the income tax. Disallow all deductions and increase the sales tax. <laughs> Reaganomics. How about that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh... I think it was How's this that? year that they basically said that didn't work. <laughs> we could uh it could be like a reverse pyramid scheme. It just it runs down instead of up the pyramid. Trust me, it works. Uh, okay, sure, not really, but Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start turning into John C. Riley. Okay, I mean well, you, yeah, you just uh, you offer commissions for people that you bring into the uh, into the economy. Right. And then they get a cut and then it just goes it instead of going up the pyramid, it just goes down the funnel. 
So <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Uh, should the government raise the federal minimum wage to what exactly? I feel like I need a uh, I need, I need well, a the, number here. So it says since July 24th, uh, 2009, the U.S. Fed- the U.S. federal minimum wage has been set at seven dollars and twenty five cents per hour. In 2014, President Obama proposed raising the federal minimum wage to ten dollars and ten cents, ten ten, and tying it to an inflation index. The federal minimum wage applies to all federal employees, including those who work on military bases. Now, I, it should be noted too that the federal minimum wage is also an indicator for the minimum wage all across businesses in America. So. And mind you, when you know Barack Obama proposed this in 2014, what year is it? <laughs> so yeah. um, nothing's moved since. And in fact, that's why now we've gone from calls for a $15 minimum wage to if you know it was within uh, adjustment for inflation, we would be somewhere around like maybe $25 or $30, uh, $30 minimum wage. Mm. since the 1970s and we didn't do that we just let it fester and what's funny is that ben shapiro's just flat out admitted that in the past and yet he's not an advocate for raising the minimum wage even though he will admit yeah wait wage you know the minimum wage is totally stagnated for 40 years and it's like well gee maybe don't support politicians that are going to keep it that way and same goes with democrats like don't say barack obama is going to change it when guess what he did dick about it. So anyway, that's I'm all passionate about the minimum wage. So as you right. can tell. <laughs> Do you support a universal basic income program? Yang gang. <laughs> yeah, how'd that work out? Shout how'd out to Pete. How'd that work out, Pete D. Camarillo? <laughs> yeah, okay. I need receipts, Sebastian. I need receipts, fool. Ha uh, <laughs> ha. Well, you got your receipts. Proof is in the pudding. Where is he now? Yeah. That's a fun... Yeah, that, was, that, was a good 15, that was a good 15 minutes. I saw the Vaporwave aestheticism hats for Yang 2020, and I just about... I just about shit myself laughing. I went to one of his rallies in downtown oh. LA, and it was it was just like uh, in Wayne's World 2 when Wayne and Garth are denied access backstage to see Aerosmith. And Christopher Walken takes Cassandra backstage and the security guard cuts Wayne and Garth off. And Wayne's like, hey, my girlfriend's in there. And the security guard goes, hey, a lot of people's girlfriends are back are in there. And Wayne and Garth are like denied. And they turn around and like everybody that got denied access is like the freak show. And right. that was essentially the Yang rally. So uh, universal basic income. Yes, no, maybe so. Well, we're going into education. Do you support increasing taxes for the rich in order to reduce interest rates for student loans? Now, is that a is that like a one of one? Like, does that directly correlate into taxation on the rich into lower student loans? I feel like that was a very asinine mm-hmm. comparison, and I probably look asinine for saying that it is, even though it probably is a real legitimate thing. But I just never understood the whole, like, what would this, what would X do to resolve Y, you know? Like, well, I'm going to get the... a lower deal if if I say, mm-hmm. like, eat the rich kind of thing. You know what I mean? 
Well, I think the the other box kind of makes it, I think, that much more clear. Like, for example, where it says, yes, an increased government funding so every student receives a free college tuition. Uh-huh. Like, that that adds a little bit more to it, – it's not just a one-for-one one thing. Like, there's other involvement, i.e. government funding. Um, right. Or even the next one, no, but we should still reduce interest rates for student loans. So at the end of the day, there's still going to be – well – it's not that there still will be, because let's face it, this isn't even, I, I, to my knowledge, this is hardly even being done right now. So if mm-hmm. if you were to say yes and no, but no and transition, like that would require government intervention, which is, as far as I know, not what we have except on the state level. So right. and let's face it, California, they, you know, they used to pay a little bit more when it came down to the CSU system. Back when my dad was going to CSUN, uh, by comparison to when we went, uh, the state basically was like, have fun with that. Oh, teaching the next generation of Americans? Yeah, CSU, ta-ta, have fun. Hope you got Mm. the funds. Oh, the students can't buy their $300 textbook? Sorry, can't help you. We're the state of California. Come visit us. See, I would always just be like, can't afford the textbook? Just don't buy the textbook. I wonder why so many people directly correlate that into if you're not it, like if you don't buy the textbook, you will fail the class. And it's like, no, you won't, especially if you have so many open ended topics like in communications or in sociology, which, by the way, didn't buy the textbook once. <laughs> so I, I got a brief story on that. I had a comms class where we were told we had to buy the textbooks, but all of our text were textbooks were brand spanking new and they were in this like almost like a saran wrap. And our professor told us down the road that, yes, you can still return the textbooks as long as the packaging material is still, the textbook is still wrapped in the packaging material. Now, he did tell us that, like, oh, some of this information I'm about to teach you, you know, three quarters of the way through the semester, you don't need the textbook, but you might you might need it anyway. And so a bunch of kids brought the textbook to school and this textbook was a few hundred dollars. It was, like I said, it was brand new. It still had that fresh printed smell. And uh, we opened our textbooks. We took the packaging off. And then it was after that, he told us, if you leave the packaging on, you can get a full refund by returning it. So a textbook that was $300 uh, in, in terms of like selling it online went from $300 to 50 bucks. So basically your teacher, your teacher pulled a fast one on you saying Mm -hmm. that, Hey, listen, um, now that the textbook is opened and you've broken the seal, you've, you've, you've popped, you've popped the hymen. Um, yeah, yeah. If you would have left it on, it would have been, uh, it would have been brand spanking new. You could have, uh, you could have returned it for full price, but this is already after you've broken the seal. Yeah. He He tells you that what a jack off. Uh, that's one of those examples of why grad students shouldn't be professors. <laughs> so should the should the federal government pay for tuition at four year colleges and universities? <sighs> Wasn't the whole argument about making community college free? So now it's universities free. That's that's the expected. That's the next step, or at least that's expected to be the next step is what I'm trying to say. Um, okay. I know as well. 
like should like for example if you swapped out federal for state should the state government pay for tuition at four-year colleges and universities and you look at the answer that says yes but only for partial tuition that was exactly how uh the csu worked in like huh. the 80s and then during the 90s it all totally changed and now the cs the csu hardly gets any funding from the state to pay right. for students tuition at all so okay should critical race th theory be taught in K-12 education? Oh, geez. Uh, <clears throat> well. <laughs> never yes. stop doing that in your live streams, by the way. Every time you burp, I, I lose never, my shit. Because I will so never funny. stop doing it in the podcast. I will never stop doing it in the live streams. No, of course not. Um, it's one of those things where quick tangent i was never able to burp as a kid i could never do it i would drink soda and i and i never burp and it isn't until i think i was maybe 20 that i finally started to just be like fuck it and then i realized that they were loud and they were mm -hmm. funny and people thought they were gross understandably so but it was one of those things where it's just like i've, I've been sitting on this for two decades okay <laughs> Anyway, uh, should it be taught in K through 12 education? Judging by your sigh, it's a very, uh, it sounds like a very solemn but informative no. So I'd love to hear your opinion on it after we get our results. I'm, uh, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm going to add my own stance because I, I, I have my hot takes on CRT that okay. liberals will hate me for it, but and conservatives will still hate me for my answer. But okay. Anyway, I'm going to type my, my answer. Ooh, okay. So science issues, I'll just go into it while you're typing it. Should the government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? I typed that wrong. You're really going in, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm just adding one last sentence. I, I got two sentences for this. Uh I love the next one. I'm just going to skip ahead because this is something that we've already talked about. Do you support the use of nuclear energy? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, let's put it there. Okay. Anyway, so... Uh, should the government require children to be vaccinated for preventable diseases? Well, uh, perfect year to ask that kind of a question. <laughs> yeah, really. Especially perfect time of 2021 to ask that question. So uh, I, I take back my answer for do you support support the use of energy? Um, I, it was mm -hmm. a vehement yes, but I'm just going to add my own stance and now say no so I can fuck with the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say no nuclear energy is radioactive. The quiz is not going to know what to do with me. Hopefully I get kicked out. Hopefully I get shadow banned. I'm going to say it's uh, the least important to me because I, I said it was the most important. <laughs> just doing that as a wild card. Oh, Should producers be required to label genetically engineered food, i.e. GMOs? I mean, at the end of the day, GMOs aren't bad. Hot take. Oh, but, Monsanto wants to know your location. 
Well, Monsanto's one thing, but I, I, I as much as I, I have my issues with them these days, I'm, I'm taking the Bill Nye, the science guy approach. The, the Bill Nye, the science guy approach would actually be this one that says, yes, I trust the science of responsible food engineering, but I don't trust the motives of the food company selling them. And exactly. I, would, I would say that that's kind of a thing that I would boldly state as being my answer for one of these questions. Same. Because um, that sounds like the most, not accurate, but thoroughly flushed out answers. Yeah. 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 National security oh, yeah. issues. Here we go. Should the president oh. be able to authorize a military force against Al Qaeda without congressional approval? Didn't we do that? <laughs> extent? Either you're like, with us or you're with the terrorists. Okay, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, real. <laughs> um, yes, we must use whatever means necessary to prevent another terrorist attack. No, Congress should approve all military conflicts. Um, hmm. I mean, hey, Congress hasn't approved a, a military engagement since uh, December 8th, 1941. So, yeah, you know, maybe maybe we should look into that in case Joe Biden wants to invade China or Venezuela or Cuba. So, just saying. Should the U.S. assassinate suspected terrorists in foreign countries? So, suspected terrorists, not confirmed terrorists. Right. And it delves in deeper here, saying that only if there is undeniable evidence that they are planning to attack, only if there is undeniable evidence that they have committed an attack, no, they should be captured and given a fair trial, no, capture, interrogate, and imprison them. Like, I'll put it this way. If it's that uh, that General Suleimani, the Iranian general that Trump was trying to be like, oh, he he's the biggest bad hombre in the history of the Middle East. Like that. That was one of those things where I'm like, dude, do you want another war in the Middle East? Whereas bin Laden, it's like, no, get the fucker. Like we we know beyond a shadow of a doubt he's the mastermind of 9-11. Like, I, you know, I, that's where I, I start sounding mm -hmm. more hawkish. Like, hey, I, I know conservatives that were appalled at <laughs> what happened to bin Laden. I was cheering it. You know, I, I've, I've seen some of the wreckage of the World Trade Center, and, and I, I won't go further into that just because we have a upcoming episode where we will go into it. But um, right. anyway. Okay, so now we have should the government increase or decrease military spending? Um. I've heard that their spending is pretty incompetent. <laughs> yeah. I watch it. It's funny. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of like military YouTube, like perspective videos, like vlog channels for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just interesting to watch. And they're just like, yeah, our spending is dog shit. And it doesn't matter which branch you happen to go into. OK, you could be the fucking ground pounder Marines or the egg headed Air Force. And they're just like, yeah, we don't know how to account for for dollar for dollars see i i see that's so and maybe this is just how we receive our content but i i gather it's the opposite like we have so much intelligent technology i know that sounds that's weird to say but like we have so many advancements technologically within our military that we don't have on a civilian level that makes me wonder how good is any of this if we're just going to keep losing wars since well, that's pretty well, much all we've been good at since the 1950s is losing. 
Exactly. Well, that's kind of my that's my point too, and it and it further lends okay. into the point where okay, if you, if if a enlisted or officer service member states that this spending is pointless to a degree, and mm-hmm. you're right, we do have all these technological advances. What in holy Christ are we spending this money on that a doesn't work to the extent that it's expected to, or b um why are we spending it in the first place if we know that it doesn't work time and time again? So yeah. I, I love I mean, the, I, I love this one increase, but only after our deficit is drastically reduced. Oh, okay. Oh. By what percentage margin? Yeah. That, that seems like a very catch 22 statement. So by the way, I'm reading catch 22. Mm. Great satire. Check it out. It's, it was a little slow at first, but like, oh my god, it, it's, it, it. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say it's one of the best novels I've read, but I'm, I'm thankful I listened to uh, Christopher Hitchens when he was like, I hope my readers have read Catch Twenty Two, and I'm like, come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> should the U.S. accept refugees from Syria? Hmm. I mean, as long as climate change is, a, is an issue, uh, it might be worth looking into. Yeah, some of these answers, they're just very... Uh, hmm. I haven't thought about this question ever since 2016, if, if I'm being honest. No, that's fair. I mean, Syria, a lot of international news genuinely left American headlines because Trump was president. Like, I remember the whole eight years of Obama, I was obsessed with international news because there was such a plethora of it. And Trump gets into office and he just flooded the entire media sphere. So it's like, I was bending over backwards just to learn about what was happening in Mexico, Chile, Brazil, uh, Spain. Like, it, it just was frustrating that everything was just back to, oh, Donald Trump shat his pants again, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. Um, okay. Should the U.S. remain in the United Nations? Well, Japan was in the United Nations, and in the 30s, look how that worked out for them. So the, the UN know. didn't exist in the 30s. I'm sorry, not the UN. The fucking uh, God, what was it? League of Nations. Bill, League of Nations. There we go. I, yeah. Again, it's been a long day. Woodrow um, Wilson's yeah, genius yeah, yeah. idea. Okay. Wilson! Um, so. Okay. <laughs> Should foreign terrorism suspects be given constitutional rights? Now, this implies that this is like the question from before, like if they enter the U.S., if they're foreign terrorists or foreign terrorism suspects, like only if they enter the U.S., should they be given well, I, constitutional rights? I think it's funny. I read this and I, I, I feel all but certain I know the origin of this question. Um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name exactly. But there was a terrorist from Colorado. I believe his last name was Zarkawi. And, you know, the guy the guy was basically just a radical sheik. He, he wasn't that that's basically the worst that he was. And he was killed in Yemen by a drone strike and his sons who had no affiliation with him or his terrorist group connections. Again, they were collateral damage to quote the 44th president. And so 
that that was kind of a, a hot button issue in contrast to Osama bin Laden, for example, where it was pretty much universally supported by just about everybody on the political spectrum. So that's that's a, that I don't think it's a tough question. I understand both arguments, especially the arguments on the left about it, like, no, they should be tried in military tribunals, but not subject to torture. I wholly agree with that. Well, reveal my hand. The next question is, should the military be allowed to use enhanced interrogation techniques such as waterboarding to gain information from suspected terrorists? Well, I'm going to take a sip. So, oh, that, that perfect mm. timing. So you know what yeah. enhanced interrogation is synonymous with? It's torture. I would it, yeah, pretty much. I mean, and with waterboarding, uh, I, I hate to bring up his name for the umpteenth time, but Christopher Hitchens actually un- underwent being waterboarded for a Vanity Fair article. Mm. And and you can find there's a video of it on YouTube. I'll, I'll send it to you once we wrap up. And he basically came to the conclusion that this isn't to simulate drowning. You are being drowned. And he he was able to do it in a professional setting with real, you know, oh, real deal yeah. military is. officials. And he he had some night terrors after that. Like he I think got over it, especially when. Um, yeah. He was unfortunately I'm, I'm, diagnosed with cancer, but I'm seeing yeah. uh, I'm see I'm seeing the video right now. Uh, I love the top comment already. If they had put gin instead of water, he'll still be doing it. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's so true. I yeah. <laughs> and he did it twice in one water- sitting. I should. So waterboarding is when they essentially put a towel or like a some kind of like or piece of cloth yeah piece of cloth over your face and then they pour water on it and it's supposed to sim- it's supposed to simulate you drowning because except it's not a simulation except it's not a according simulation to according to hitchens um but because i'm guessing that the water seeps through the cloth and you can't breathe correct mm. interesting all right. Uh, should the U.S. increase or decrease foreign <coughs> foreign aid spending? Well, if you want to take the 1940s World War II approach of slamming shut the border and saying fuck everyone else, I guess you'd say decrease. But and how many not. how many European refugees that were seeking yeah. asylum uh, that faced the gas out. chamber because of that choice? Yeah, exactly. that's that's. That's one of my prime beefs with FDR. Good president, but that's something I, I can't get over. Well, that's very subjective. Increase, but only for countries that have no yeah. human rights violations. Yeah, I saw um, that too. What is that called? What country doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Even New Zealand. <laughs> okay, electoral issues. How many more questions do we have? Okay, only a few more. At this point, I yeah. think I'm just going to answer... We should just answer them relatively quickly. I don't know what the time yes. is. Oh, we're still fine. Um, so the electoral let me, college. Let me check the recording yeah. time. Oh, we're we're good. We're good. Should the electoral college be abolished? Yes, and switch to a representative democracy, the popular vote system. Yeah, how'd that fucking work out? By all intents and purposes, if you would have really counted all the states up until you hit 270, Trump would have won. I'm not saying this jaded wise, but you look at the math and you're just like, wait, wait a minute, hold on. 
Um, granted, it's the same reason why Trump won in 2016. I digress. Uh, Democrats switch between this. They switch between it from 2008 to 2012 to 2016, where they were like, abolish, long live, abolish. Yep. So um, be that as it may, it says, no, the Electoral College ensures representation of the whole country instead of just major cities. Bull shit. You know, like in a perfect like if if this is stating no, the Electoral College ensures representation of a whole country. Like if in a hypothetical circumstance, is this is this what it's implying? Because if that's the case, I'd pick that in a heartbeat. But if it's picking of, well, you know, if, hey, no, this is this is uh, adjacent to what exactly happened in 2016. That's that's not true at all. Um, I also like too where it says yes and switch to rank voting system mm -hmm. that was basically how we started the right. electoral college because that was how you know george washington was at the top of the food chain john adams was not a vice presidential running mate he was he basically got second place in the 1789 election so therefore because he got second he place vice he president was, i mean if that if that was the case if we did that we would never even have to have an election because it would just be a, a hierarchical system like, oh, well, here's the next president that's coming after this one's term is up. It would really do away with the whole election every four years. Um, of course, that means we would have to do much more heavy work into analyzing exactly what would happen when that person's time came to step up as president. Because you had Trump and Clinton yeah. in 2016. So ranked voting system hypothetically exists. Clinton becomes vice president. Yeah. Today, if it would have existed, Clinton would be president. Well, that's just it, though, is that with Adams eventually becoming president, that was simply because Washington decided to not run for a third term. So in this case, right. if well, like, say, well, say Adams, the whole two term. Well, I was going to yeah, say go Adams ran for a second term, but nobody liked him and nobody. Right really cared for what Aaron Burr had to say because he didn't have anything to say. So hence right. you have Jefferson take the helm and Aaron Burr becomes vice president. Mm -hmm. And then obviously it, it, the political influence wears out. He's uh, ostracized. Uh, of course he is. And then uh, Madison steps in. So yeah, I, I mean, granted, like I said, it would do away with the whole having to, elect someone new every four years it wouldn't so much be a monarchy but we would have someone in power that we wouldn't have to worry about you know see that's just it though i don't i disagree with that because i do think that well if, of like course, say you would still have the two-party system it wouldn't be a one-party system meaning right. that it would potentially shift back and forth every four years assuming that exactly you know yeah. Yeah, and, because you would, you would obviously have one party coming first, one party coming second, and that and then that would alternate. But also consider if you had parties and you didn't even necessarily have a, nomi a nomination process. There's a there's a world where because uh, let's face it, if say the Democratic Party in 2016 had no nominee based on a ranked voting system like what they had. Um, in 1789, in which there was obviously at that time there were technically no parties. Arguably, that would mean um, 
it would be Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, how would and, that go? And Hillary Clinton would be left in the dust still because she sucks. Whereas <laughs> if it were, I think, 2020, it would have been it probably would have been Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden might have been elected VP again. Had right. he theoretically been VP originally. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know now we're getting into all the counterfactuals. It's, we need to we need to get <laughs> I was going to say it's funny, though, and I'm willing to and I'm going to state that I'm going to pick switch to a ranked voting system, honestly, only to see what the results would 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 share, because I'm very interested in kind of going into that perspective. OK, OK, Should foreigners currently residing in the United States have the right to vote. Should a photo ID be required to vote? Criminal issues. Should funding for local police departments be redirected to social and community based programs <laughs> yes and abolish the police of course that's the first <laughs> third choice option um that's funny uh yes replace police with unarmed community-based responders for non-violent calls isn't that what uh that app was in <laughs> oh god yeah yeah but but you replace that with uh armed community because it's it's scv <laughs> like, <laughs> you know exactly oh no no this was this wasn't even just for SCV. This was for like everywhere. No, I know, but you you said that your perspective was predominantly yeah they're they're armed for yeah, lack of a better word. If it was out here, I mean, it would be it basically would be um, all those guys in hockey pads with shotguns mm-hmm. from the beginning of the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we'll. Replace police. I can't get over that. Should police departments be allowed to? Should police departments be allowed to use military grade equipment? What does Richard Nixon think about this one? Oh uh, well, well, I don't think I don't I don't think about Richard Nixon because that would require me thinking about Richard Nixon. Well, Sebastian, let me tell you, William Jefferson Clinton liked my idea, and so did Barack Obama and Joe Biden. So what does that tell you? If you only you could see my hair right now, because Barack I, Obama also advocated for a civilian and I quote a civilian military just as powerful as as one's local police department. So by that regard, should civilians be allowed to use military grade equipment? And the answer to that, of course, is obvious because people already have them. <laughs> they just all got lost in a boating accident. Uh, they're not they're not reported. They're not reported under uh, under the ATF. They bought them from a pawn shop. <laughs> you ever held an AR in your hands? Yeah, it feels freaking powerful and it feels freaking good. But man, corrupt power. What's what's that dumbass phrase people say? Absolute power. Absolute corrupt. power corrupts absolutely. That everyone likes to put in their Twitter bios. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, Harvey con- Dent. Yeah. <laughs> Should convicted <laughs> should convicted criminals have the right to vote? Don't they don't already have the right to vote? Is is that is that what it's asking? Like, should it be like prison reform, like voting voters pr- prison voter reform? Like yeah, if you're I mean, it, convicted, you don't have the right to vote, but you're still a citizen of the United States, and right, when you okay. get out of prison, are you paying taxes? Oh, you are. Well, so. Okay. Transportation. Should the government oh, increase spending on public transportation? No fuck buses. They get in my way on the street. <laughs> you hear that, Kenny? 
I hope he hears it. Love Man, you, there, buddy. Is nothing more, there is nothing more insulting than having a fucking bus honk its horn and cut you off in traffic. Like, you know what? So much for uh, so much for bottlenecking. You've you've uh, anyway. I hear you. It's a strong joke. Hopefully, you can recognize my sarcasm. But it is a it is an annoyance every five minutes in Los Angeles. Ugh, okay. Social issues. Should the government continue to fund? Planned Parenthood. Well, Mancini, I don't know when the last time was when you walked in to get an abortion um, or any kind of uh, gender surgery. Because I know they don't just do abortions, okay? I'm not that dense. Uh, yes, as long as funding is not used for, as as long as funding is not used for abortion procedures. Okay, so everything else is fair game. What is and the stance? bottom is very interesting. Once once we get through these last yeah. two, the bottom gets yeah. interesting, and and we might have to just. I was gonna say we might. Through. Okay. What is your stance on abortion? Okay. Um. Should the hell? Okay. Sorry. It was just. It was weird. Like my my HTML is like all effing up on the website. Should health providers be required to offer? Free birth control. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to go through it quick, but like some of the answers are so specific. It's like, well, uh, okay. <laughs> Local issues. If the 2022 California U.S. Senate election were held today, which candidate would you vote for? Now, I put in my zip code, and I've, for the sake of my employment, I'm not going to vocally say anything except for the gubernatorial one because i i threw a monkey wrench into that one but Mm -hmm. i'll let you read what you got well i have mabe a girl and adam schiff that's it i'm so sorry yeah well (laughs) oh fun fact by the way adam schiff has met my mother uh does she does she like him she she thinks he's weird yeah that's consensus (laughs) he (laughs) He he stopped by when when we lived in Burbank. He stopped by our house, uh, asking for to vote for him. And I don't know if I was born yet or if this was before my time came. Um, <laughs> but my my mom was like, "Oh yeah, you know he's Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, as Donald Trump calls him. He he was at our house in Burbank asking us to vote for him. So yeah, that's a." Uh... That's interesting. Yeah, Shifty Shift. I, you got to hand it to him. That's a that's a clever nickname. He, he always had a way with words. If the 2022 oh, yeah. California U.S. Senate election were held today, which candidate would you vote for? Isn't this? Oh, that's the 28th House of Representatives election. I don't know if I just doxed myself in saying that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Young Kim, Mike Garcia, Michelle Steele, London Breed, Katie Porter, Jerome Horton, Eric Garcetti. Daryl Issa, Issa, Alex Padilla, Adam Schiff, other stances. So I don't know how Daryl Issa and Mike Garcia or even Katie Porter are on there for you. And they are they're on there for me as well. And it's like, well, Mike Garcia is my congressman. So I was going to say at that point, you kind of just have the the answer. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like if you like, for example, my state senator is Henry Stern. I mean, if I was somebody who supported Henry Stern, I'd put his name in add your own stance because it's like, well, none of these people are running for my state 
Senate seat. So anyway, that, that's just a hypothetical out there. Um, if the 2022 California gubernatorial election, gubernatorial, I probably it's election for governor. Oh, OK, we're yeah. held today. Which candidate would you vote for? Michael Grover Coltharp, the second Kevin Falconer, Gavin Newsom, okay. uh, Daniel Mercury, Dakota Vaughn and everyone's favorite, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, <laughs> Sebastian, I need your vote, please. It's really important. We got to stop these radical Marxist Democrats from taking over the state, this wonderful state of California. Just, <laughs> I, I don't know who you were trying to impersonate. It could have been Caitlyn Jenner for all I know. Um, it was Caitlyn Jenner because my really okay <laughs> countless hours of keeping up with the Kardashians throughout oh, my life. So I I'm know so what sorry. I know what Bruce and Caitlyn Jenner sound like, and uh, getting over it. I. I Oh, Adriel Hampton. Yeah. That, that was yep. the other one that just popped up. Okay. Um, I put Upton Sinclair because he should have been governor in 1932, three? Which qualities 30. are most important to you in a candidate? Leadership, consistency, effectiveness, transparency, electability, determination, vision, intelligence, morality, integrity, commitment, common sense, honesty, diplomacy, and other stances. Holy shit. Fashion wow. style? Bro, fashion style is all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what actually you kind of have to go with seymour because mm-hmm. these are all pretty good okay i mean there's definitely going to be a lot here uh and i don't know what the limitation is so i mean there's a I'm, part I'm of me just, that I, the thing yeah. is i've i've done a lot so far i will put sense of humor <laughs> that's the only wild card option i'll do fashion sense get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> humility is a good one there, there's not enough humility yeah. i will say charisma is is decent but not decent to a point where you're just screwing over the entirety of your party consistency is pretty good because there's some candidates that don't know how to be consistent <clears throat> hillary <clears throat> Okay, I, I think I'm done. What is another question you would like to see added to this quiz? It's a tough one. Mm. Can I still like Ike? Show my results. <laughs> all right, all right, let's see where I land. Analyzing voting records. We're up to 20%. Analyzing campaign finance data, speeches, debates, and public statements. Oh, no, watch me get, like, Hitler or something like that. <laughs> Like literally, it's it's okay. Um, I'm at twenty seven, eight, nine, thirty percent. Okay. I'm at eighty. Okay. Five wow. percent. I'm almost you're, there. You're, you're slow. Okay, that's interesting. And I'm on the fast Wi-Fi too. <laughs> oh man, here we oh, go. It's 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 coming. Here we almost go. There. George is getting upset. So. <laughs> <laughs> um this is uh this is interesting now did did it it pop up it popped up are you on my parties i'm on my ballot i'm going to my ballot first okay uh 82 percent caitlin jenner i didn't even fucking pick her (laughs) okay this is this is interesting. Um, so you might have you might have heard Heather walk in the room right now. Interesting. 
Wow. I it's it's, oh. it's funny. I am I am I guess more so a constitutionalist than I thought. Now, granted, I don't know if like constitutionalism envelops both sides of the aisle. It says that it does. As wait, which where are you seeing that? That's on my parties. I'm switching back and forth between my ballot answers. Um, I'm 30% socialist. Interesting. Uh 28% green. 28% green. 39% peace and freedom. That that would probably be the one I support the least because big government can shove it. I support environmentalism and multiculturalism, sure, but yeah, that's about the one thing that I uh, I, I can't really get behind. <laughs> so I am four percent Republican. Oh really? Six percent Constitution. Wow. You, you want to know my you want to know my percentages? Yeah, yeah. 70% next to 50% libertarian. That's interesting. Very interesting. Okay. I got 35% libertarian. Um, and Heather's, I got saying, Heather's saying it's gross that I'm 70% constitutionalism. You know, that's, you know that envelops both parties, right? That's both parties. Okay. I mean, that's not leans- strictly right wing, though. nationalism religious traditional <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like half of these answers though it was very like yeah 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 um i feel like half of these answers though it was very um i, I tried to answer it not being such a radical not being such a radical republican because i'm not but so far i feel like that's the impression that i'm getting i feel as though i answered the quiz and and thoroughly shocked at what I got because I I don't agree with the percentages. So yeah, let, let me. So yeah, I'll, I'll get, I got I got four left with the percentages on party, which frankly surprised me. Um, actually, so so FBS. so you ended up so you ended up getting percentages that didn't align with your beliefs as well. No, that no, that's just it. I'm reading them backwards to you for added effect. Um, nope. so, so I got 86% Democratic. Okay. Um, ninety-one percent peace and freedom. Interesting. Ninety-one percent green. Ninety-one percent green. And at the very top, ninety-two percent socialist. Ninety-two percent socialist. Oh, nice bucket hat. Heather just put on a bucket hat. Did you make that? <laughs> oh, dog mom. Yeah, I like it. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. You have a special guest appearance. Okay, so you are you said you were ninety one percent. Come again? I am ninety two percent socialist. Mm. Ninety one green and ninety one peace and freedom. Filthy, filthy commie. Now, wh- what's your ballot? I this. Uh, my ballot. Uh, I'm scared. I don't even. <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Ew. Yeah, I was gonna say ew. Oh, hey, Tulsi, our next vice president. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. Ew. Bernie Sanders. Okay. Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, yeah. Kamala Harris, AOC. Break that uh, down. Percentages. Uh, so Ron DeSantis is the highest. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Candace Owens is on the list too. Which fuck out of here. 
I know. Oh. I didn't even vote in, in any single politic in any single question that would have even remotely come close to her uh, her ideology. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I, I said at the start that Sebastian had ten episodes left on season two of Mars on Life. This will actually be his last because of Candace Owens. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's <laughs> it's really it's wild. Um, I, I guess it's not because it goes into why it um percentaged it out that way because it says leadership electability small government individualism um mm-hmm. diplomacy health foreign policy experience environmentalism honesty determination compassion progressive secular uh pete Buttigieg was interesting what percentage uh with pete Buttigieg? That was 31 percent Ooh. yeah um okay and I feel like I, I don't know. I, I can't tell you exactly what I learned. <laughs> well, wait, re- repeat it again. What what percentage did you get with Ron DeSantis? You said it was high, but you didn't give me a number. It, it, yeah, it was um, uh, 78. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> I got more left-wing parties than than I thought I would. I mean, libertarian is up there because it, it's what I had in my uh, mm-hmm. political compass. Like, that I understand. Now, for my ballot... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, hang on, let me it's, show wait, more. Wait, hold on. It's funny. Do you have... How many parties are, are listed for you? Um... Is it... Because I only have one, two, three, four, five, six... I think I have six as or no, I have I have seven. That's weird. I do not have seven. That's Does, fine. I, I, I mean it feels as though it feels as though that there's like an extra space, but I, I maybe they didn't know where to put me. <laughs> maybe. I, I mean so you said that you had Republican No Constitution. Um, no 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 no. Oh. So it's Constitution, Libertarian, Peace and Freedom, Socialist, Democratic, and Green. So you don't have Republican in there? No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd, 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 have... assume, I'd assume that there would be mm-hmm. if, if it's Constitution. I mean, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I really can't tell you. So to, to go towards my ballot, and I, I won't go through the whole one because it's it's pretty long. Um, I got – ah, screw it. I'll, I'll go through the whole one. So I got 4%. Mike Pence, 4% Ron DeSantis, 5% Donald Trump, <laughs> uh, 6% Candace Owens, um, 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 6% Ben Shapiro. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got, um, I think, I think, I, I think I got Ben Shapiro in like a low percentage, like it was probably two or three. 63% Kanye West. Oh, dude, I did too. I think it was like 14%. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think a lot of these are wild cards. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got like I got 69 percent for Tulsi Gabbard, 75 for Joe Biden. Interesting. You got Tulsi, and then too. I somehow got 89 percent Pete Buttigieg. OK. 90 percent Bernie Sanders. OK, that that doesn't surprise me. And 92 percent might. uh I don't know. It could break. It could break the fabric of reality. Um, Ninety-two percent. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. No fucking way. Well, you were a server too. 
I mean, you weren't, you weren't a bartender, but I mean, it's it fits. That's I a, did some that's, bartending in my college days. You were there. You you mix drinks at a fraternity party. I'd hardly call it that. You did no bartending when you worked at your other job. No, I didn't. I I mean, I might have served a few drinks, but I didn't actually make the drinks. Sadly. Right. 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 Oh. Well. Honestly, I, I know we were going to cover um, another topic, but I think this episode has gone on far enough. I think I think we've both chastised ourselves into humility. <laughs> this is fun. No, this is really fun. I, I, this was great. Though I feel as though, um, I, and I'm not sure, I, I'm probably wrong. The internet's huge. I feel as though we've run out of the whole political, ideological interactivity i feel like the compass and this was kind of a okay well if this doesn't tell you who we are then yeah you know so like, unless there's something else out there oh there is oh uh, are you teasing it uh, maybe um i <laughs> i need to introduce you to it first but um well, i'll just i'll just say it out loud now um and i, I have to give a shout out again to youtuber mr b the same guy that sort of introduced me to the political compass quiz there is a quiz out there where you can choose a particular election in american history and run as a particular candidate and based on your campaign decisions it decides whether or not you win the election in the end and whether or not your decisions either cost you the election like it happens in history or the opposite, it costs you the election and there's an alternative president. So like, for example, if you do the quiz for the 1860 election and you're running as Abraham Lincoln, mm -hmm. based on the, the decisions you make, Stephen Douglas wins the 1860 election and there's no civil war. Wow. So well, it's 2016, sort of like a, same difference. I was going to say, so it's sort of like a butterfly effect. Mm hmm. Yep. I think that would be great episode oh yeah the caveat though is especially with an older election like 1860 there's so much more you have to juggle because you got to remember it's a different time you know little things like well, political correctness aren't, well, aren't gonna win you know i think my question is is if you brought in topics of discussion that were not even considered back then if you brought that into the playing field in, say, an 1860s election, mm -hmm. would you be brought about more favorably or not favorably, depending on the time area? Because I know that you had the suffrage movement, movement you had the 13th Amendment, you had all of these different <laughs> ideas that allowed us to get to the place we are today. But if you mm -hmm. were to introduce those topics, hypothetically, in, say, 17... Or, or 1800, the election of 1800, for example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you were to say, I support a woman's right to vote in 1800, and if you were to factor that into the decision making, what what would what would that cause? Like, speaking, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what you can actually like type in the box in order to get a result, or if it just says NA, we haven't factored in that algorithm. So it's now it's it's more it's a little bit more selective, okay. i.e. 
you only got so many options. And speaking from as somebody who has done that quiz, and let me tell you, man, I've done like, I think I did the 1960, the 1860, and the 2016 elections. And man, let me tell you, I did not win a single one. And I was Ah. as progressive as I possibly could be without alienating people. Like, for example, advocating women's right to vote. Mm. Um, That cost me an election, I guarantee you. Interesting. Okay. Well, I am definitely looking forward to that. It seems as though we have our next episode topic because we can go into what we were going to talk about in this episode, in next episode, because uh, I feel like it fits the bill more talking about um, what ifs and the changing of history and curriculum. So you know what I'm talking about, but I know Mm -hmm. the listeners won't. Um, That's totally fine because we will be bringing it up next time. You've been listening to Mars on Life. Look up our show on Instagram and Twitter by searching at Mars on Life Show and give us a follow. Tune in to the latest episodes and bonus content from our show wherever podcasts are found, including Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Also, don't forget to head on over to the official Mars on Life YouTube channel to like and subscribe our work. This show's artwork, Happy Mars, is by Zachary Erberick while our intro and outro is Space Explorers by Kevin McLeod. Once again, I am Ryan Mancini, and my co-host, as always, is Sebastian Shug. If you keep going, you'll make it to Mars.